Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And there was big goop news this morning. I'm in I a woke bad mood. You're, this, see, we had totally different reactions to yeah. this news. Okay, so. Wonder what Gretchen Rubin will have to say about Ooh, that. Wow. All right. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about Sorry. Gretchen Rubin later, and it's not going to be pretty. Um, <laughs> but I woke up and I went on Facebook, which is a real problem of mine, like yeah. scrolling through Facebook as I wake up in the morning. It's mental. And um, as I think I mentioned before, but I have a Facebook friend who works at Goop. Um, uh, Nora Raj Brown, lovely lady. We used to work together a long time ago at a hotel. But anyway, so she works at Goop, and she like will um, post Goop things on Facebook. And she posted today that Goop is coming out with its own podcast. And I don't like that. I think it's great because, okay, it's going to get a lot of publicity. And then people will search on Apple Podcasts and different things for Goop Podcasts. And guess who's going to come up second is us. And we're going to get more listeners. Um, well, it hasn't worked that way for the Goop pod. <laughs> I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, we, we don't want to hit those people when they're down. Have they even come out with a podcast since like months ago i don't they come up with one every like three months and it's like four hours long we don't need to talk about that um but wait so what's gonna happen to us and why didn't they hire us to do their podcast because we're too cool we're not part of the system we're from the outside like i mean i would take a job with we you. could be I'm, from the inside if we're, they wanted yeah. us to well i don't think that they with our our history of you know we're not mean but like we're, no, we're, we're not, mean. We're not telling the goop line. Are we mean? I don't know. We've been mean. We've been mean. So I understand why they don't hire us. I still I, don't I, because I think that their podcast is going to be literally this, but with okay, other that, people. That will make me mad. I, I assumed it was going to be like a longer version of those videos that Gwyneth does where she like interviews people. So I figured it's going to be, it won't be Gwyneth obviously, but it'll be someone interviewing like the weird doctors and stuff. If it If it's just two people that are like going through the newsletter... 
then I will be pissed off because yeah. then they, they stole our idea. Our brilliant idea of just like we read the <laughs> yeah. newsletter and we report on it. But I don't think I don't think they're gonna do that. We'll see. But it's gonna come out I think she said the middle of March. So I mean if you if you listen to this podcast, you're probably going to listen to the Goop podcast. Or I mean, maybe I not. Assume. Who knows? But um, well, I, think, I, don't I, know. I think it's cool because I, I do think uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. And well, it does. Our boat is the leakiest. Our, yeah. Wait. So then the rising tide will just like shoot up through the hole <laughs> yeah. and then we'll just sink to the bottom us. of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm just. They're they're not going to tell us to stop. I mean, they don't care. No one listens. To what if it's called Goop Yourself too? It what if it's called, called the yourself. real Goop Yourself? The real Goop Yourself. The official Goop Yourself. I am a little worried that they're going to tell us to like change our font on our thing. But our font isn't the real Goop font. It's very close to it. But it's not it. It's not it. That's true. Lawyers. Talk to my lawyers. Goop. Which we Which don't we have. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We love them. They love us. Uh, but yeah. we're not affiliated with them. And I'm excited to um, have new listeners that click on the wrong link. I think it's going to start like outrage. People will be like, I was looking for a good in-depth interview with this doctor and I found these two morons. Uh, That's fine with me. I I don't mind the hate. Wow, you're so brave and tough. I won't respond to it and I will cry privately. I'm weak and scared. No, you're, you're... You're good at responding. You responded to that Will Cole. Where I wanted to like shut it down. Oh, I got God. like freaked out. And you... I wish he was here right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm, hey, any Goop content is good Goop content. And we can say we were here first in the Goop podcast space. But. Uh, and we were. And we were. But, you know, all things. Well, it's not coming to an end. Because, yeah, I really do think it's going to help us. But we'll see. Wait, because then you just started to end this podcast yeah, by saying all good. <laughs> then I stopped myself. We didn't, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. Oh, we're we never we're just... gonna because you know, like any Goop project, no shade, they're gonna do like two episodes and then like um three months will go by and then they'll do a third it's one. It's gonna be the Goop Pod of Goop podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they see now that was mean. Like we're being mean to this other podcast, which is why they're not hiring us. Which is fine. I don't want to work for them. We'd have to drive all the way to Santa Monica. To record. We podcast. wouldn't necessarily. We could just do it from here. Yeah. Maybe we could do it at the UCB I podcast Oh, yeah. Well, that's like $100 an hour. Oh, well, you have to pay? Yeah. It's oh. ridiculous. Um, but I, I'm, I'm curious to see who the hosts are going to be. If it's going to be someone that already works at Goop or if they're going to hire... If they hire like clones of us, I'm gonna be really. Freaked That's what out. I think is gonna happen. I think it's gonna be like people with a similar personality. The and more be professional like, Aggie and Brian. They'll be like a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in that case, I will be pissed off. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm having. Oh my god. I'm just talking in cliches today. You are. I didn't even notice. Yeah. That's where I am. It's a tides or the tides. Right, all things, all the good bridge, things come to an end. Good things come to an end, which wasn't even a necessary one. No, nope. <laughs> it was kind of sad. Um, but yeah, that was the first piece of news I heard today, and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to see uh, how they're going to rip us off. What if our podcast becomes like? Remember when Slate did the podcast about cereal? Our oh right, is just the, about yeah, their talking podcast. cereal about cereal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Goop podcast. I mean, that's podcast. literally what it already is. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Anyway, um, but in happier news, we also got a newsletter today. Oh, is there any other Goop stuff to talk about? No, I'm trying to be better about my food choices. I'm trying to, like I said, I'm getting, I'm getting back on my uh, semi-intermittent fasting, like not eating after eight and before 10. So I'm, I'm actually doing better this week. Um, That's good. 
and I'm loving my imperfect produce. Yeah, imperfect it's it, it's good. good. It lasts me about like five days. So then it's like the day or two before I get it, I run out of vegetables. And so then I just like don't eat any vegetables for two days because it's like not enough to actually go to the store and get yeah. them. So it is. So maybe I'll just choose like one or two more things per week and then it'll be perfect. Yeah, if it's not enough. I only get it every other week. Oh, okay. And then I like will just go to the store if yeah, I yeah. need anything. I just get it like one week I'll just get it and then the next I won't because it's – I felt like it was too much when it was every week. Yeah. I wouldn't it, use it fast enough and I would like – and especially with like the potatoes and stuff, I'd be like, I can't do those this. potatoes. Yeah, I don't. I I, I uh, opt out of the potatoes a lot. Um, but like the thing that I like, I had a bunch of like wilting kale and parsley and stuff last week. So I just made a big thing of pesto, mm. which was good. So yeah. it's like you can do stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I like mm. it. Um, any news? Other news? <laughs> no, I don't think I have any goop news to report. Yeah. Uh, so let's just get into the newsletters, which I have to say were really good this week. I was, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, um, yeah, a yeah. quintessential good. week of goop. Uh, what was your best? Let me say my best was something. Oh, you know what? My best was, um, the, like what you should have in your glove box, the goop glove box. Oh yeah. I thought it was fun. I was watching a little show last night called Shark Tank. Ooh, I need to watch that. I think I would really like that show. I've never seen it. It's really good. Yeah. It's like entrepreneurs. You know what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, they had a special guest shark, Miss Bethany Frankel. <gasps> I heard that she was on it. Yeah. And these girls came and they had an idea for um, like a portable lip wax. So you can like wax your lip while you're like in the car or something. Okay. And Bethany was like, yeah, I like this, but I want to... Um, turn it into like a box that you'd sell at Sephora and it would be like the a girl's emergency box and it would have like nipple covers, mm. which is like something that does come up, but it also feels like a very real housewife. Like you're a person who goes to like events and stuff a lot if you like need emergency nipple covers, yeah, yeah, yeah. but whatever, like it has like whatever, like lotions, razor, da da da. And, um, I don't know, because then, like, I had to go get into the bath. So, like, I didn't get to finish and see which one. You were pulling a real Megan. I was pulling a Megan on that one. But I thought that was a really good idea. And I I said to Brian, if I invented that lip wax and Bethany Frankel said that to me, I would be in hog heaven. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. A Bethany Frankel box of stuff. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Did she say she was going to invest in it? She said she would give them $100,000 to do that God, I would take that money and run. Well, no, you'd have to do whatever Bethany Frankel said. Make the box. Wow. But anyway, this reminded me of the Bethany box, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if that ever happened. I assume it didn't, but whatever. Yeah, Bethany's never going to... Bethany's clientele, and this is not meant as an insult, but she's a little more... Like lowbrow than goop. Like oh, it's, she's it's like, not an insult. Like it it's feels that. Like an yeah, well, it's the. It's she's the every woman. She's the woman who wants. She worked her way up. She, yeah. She's the woman who used to be like standing in a supermarket screaming like try my margarita. Oh, and God, then... the first season of Real Housewives of New York. That was great. When when Bethany was just poor and hungry, and now she's rich and hungry. I know. Um, but this. Yeah. 
scoop glove compartment. So it has like perfume, sunglasses. They've got a keychain. Um, but then other Why do things... you need an emergency keychain? No, you don't. But then, I don't know. What if your keychain breaks? Oh, that's true. Um, but then it has like, you know, you should have like your sunscreen, your Ursa Major wipes, which I've still never bought, but I want so bad. Do you have them? I did get them a long time ago. It was before I went on a trip. I got a pack of them. And they're good, but if you don't use all of them, pretty soon they like dry out even in the packets. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to get them. You're supposed to get the packets. Yeah, but like even before opening the packets, like if you if you just don't use all of them within a few weeks, they'll dry out even if you keep them in the packets. How? I don't know, but it it was some of them were dry when I opened them later. How long? How old were they? Months old. I don't know. I didn't use them that often. I guess you're supposed to use them like every day. I guess so. Yeah. That's well, my one critique. They smell good though. That's a huge critique that they dry out immediately. <laughs> you're supposed to keep the crystal glass water bottle in there. That's a, nice a lot of stuff in your glove lip compartment. Lip and cheek balm, perfume, dental floss, cocoa floss, you know, sunglasses, which I do, and a phone case. I don't know why you'd keep a, an emergency. Yeah, if your phone case breaks, I guess. Whatever. I would that love like to have... like a one in a million chance. I know. Because, like, you'd have to drop something really hard to break your phone case. Yeah. And it, this phone case is $90. That's a lot for a spare phone case. For your spare phone case you keep in the glove compartment. <laughs> but, hey, and this is also sponsored by BMW. Anyway, I really like the article. Uh, Yeah, my one thing is I don't really keep stuff in my glove compartment. Uh, oh, I, wow. I keep stuff in the middle, the thing uh, right by my seat. Because I keep... It's like my... What's in the glove compartment? Like... My big Honda book that yeah. I never look at and my registration. Yeah. But what's that middle? Is that, does that have a name in it? The thing? Middle bo- console? The middle console. That's where I keep all my lotion and my gum and stuff. Oh, yeah. What is in mine? Mine is just filled with like old receipts and garbage. Sure. And then my, my. Oh, that's, that's my passenger seat. Yeah. <laughs> old receipts and garbage receptacle. Yeah. I've got a lot of old receipts and garbage in there. And um, a Del Taco bag or two. You know yeah. I mean? And then like pennies. Oh, sure. I've, and like Thousands a, of pennies. I've spent a bunch of pennies. <laughs> it's like Scrooge McDuck's coin vault back there with pennies. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I keep in my car. But I could keep these face wipes and stuff if I were a better lady. Yeah, yeah. Just use them quick because they'll dry out. That's fine. I'll just use, use a bunch. Um, My best, and this was so great, it was the... <laughs> Why your mitochondrial health matters. Wait, okay. I'm so glad you brought this up because I was trying to read it and I did not understand what it was talking about. It was very scientific. Yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. It's mostly for for people that have, you know, uh, you know, a very high functioning scientific brain. I don't know. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's basically... It's it's snake oil. It's oh. it's it's to it's to sell you a sixty dollar vitamin, Ooh. as everything is in goop. Yeah. Um. But this is called Mito Q is the name of the pill, and what it is supposed to do is, if you remember back in like ninth grade biology, mm-hmm. they told you about mitochondria, which yeah. are like the mom DNA. Well, they're they're in your cells, and they're like the um, power plants of the cells. They like make the energy for your cells. But mitochondrial isn't it passed down from the mother from your mom? From like um, the female, from the mom side. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. All I know is the crazy thing about mitochondria is like way back in evolution, they they were outside organisms. They were bacteria Ew. that invaded your body that then became part of your body. So there's like little aliens that are actually the ones that power your cells. Uh, so anyway. Whoa. That's which what is, Scientology is about. Oh, totally. It's real. <gasps> and, what? Oh, no. That... that I think what Scientology did was take that science, which is real, that like 
there are out like the human the humans or any animal evolves because of outside organisms that invade their body and become part of your body and i think they took that to sort of the nth degree and are saying aliens invade your body what but is the and what's the alien in scientology called xenu is like the bad what alien. are the the what thetons are the, those are the animals that are inside you yeah i think so thetons anyway um but also if you like mitochondria if you're a I mitochondria so. stan like me <laughs> the sequel to a wrinkle in time called a swiftly tilting planet, I think, or swiftly turning planet. Uh-huh. It's all about mitochondria. And that's sort of when I was a kid, I read that book and that sort of got me obsessed with it. Really? Well, uh, I'm very excited for the new movie with Oprah. I know. Oprah, Mindy Kaling, Reese Witherspoon. It's going to be um, good. It's gonna be good. Uh, so, so, this, so basically these pills that this guy named Mike Murphy, PhD, who in classic goop fashion, they say uh, Murphy is the leader of the mitochondria biology unit at University of Cambridge. He is not affiliated with MitoQ. And then a classic goop asterisk saying, uh, even though he's not affiliated with it, he does own shares in the company. And so he has a financial interest. Ah, uh, okay. So it's like a, yeah. It's They're nothing cert- if not transparent. No, yeah. yeah. They definitely are transparent. Um, so, I guess what basically these are is uh, CoQ10, which is like the um, free radical uh, antioxidant things that people take. Yeah. Like apparently, according to this guy, they don't work very well because it doesn't actually target the mitochondria, which are the things that actually need the antioxidants. So these are like antioxidants that have some sort of negative charge that are attracted to the positive charge of the mitochondria. So it like latches onto them and actually does what they're supposed to do. I don't know. I do not have the financial stability right now to uh, spend an extra $60 for every... It's one pill a day, so it would be $60 for two months worth of these things. That's not bad. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> if it lo- if it locks onto your yeah, I guess mitochondria if it works. and electrocutes it, that's good. Um, and I love that they they release the product as they're starting the like scientific studies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a good, good timeline. So they're but- like, we've started... We've... You started the preliminary studies, but we're releasing this this product and making you spend $60. Wait, but is it evil? And what is it really? I don't understand what it does. Uh, to prevent disease, basically, is like any of these things to help you live longer. Um, uh, yeah, because it's like the problem. Oh, because they're saying basically um, mitochondria are affected if you are obese or like you have too many calories or too much protein or too much fat or whatever. So they're like, the best thing you could do is have severe calorie restrictions, <laughs> but, um, um, but then you're going to like die of starvation and have no libido. So this is a what? good like m- middle ground is just to take this pill. Wait a minute. So this is like, if you can't be anorexic, just do this. Yes. Or if you're obese and don't want to lose weight. Cause I'm not obese. I think, but it says the problem with dietary restriction in humans is that it can leave you permanently hungry and cold, cause a drop in libido, and require you to spend your entire life thinking about how much and what you're going to eat. So maybe you could live longer by this method. Oh, but what's the point? This method meaning dietary restriction. What we would like to do is mimic some of the effects of dietary restriction, but make it work for a normal lifestyle. So like anything else, it's a pill to keep you skinny. And I'll take two. Say, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Hmm. I would love to take it. Um, but I just love mitochondria. I love snake oil from Goop. So yeah. it's all my favorite things in one article. You do love mitochondria. I just learned that. Yeah. Minutes ago. It's my favorite part of the cell. <laughs> uh, 
What was your worst? Oh, my worst, I think, was pretty boring. I just wasn't super into the recipes from, like, mm. all the people that work at Goop. Especially their office manager has this, like, che- oh, no. The office manager has veggie egg nests, which I was like, I do not want that. It's like zoodles made out of, like, you know, zucchini. But also, I think there's, like, a sweet potato. And then you put an egg in it. And I'm like, that, to me, is so disgusting. There is nothing grosser to me than, like, healthy, um, like, no-carb, high veggie, high protein, high fat uh, breakfasts. They're always mm. gross. And it will take so much. What are you, are you supposed to, like, zoodle your zucchini once a week and keep it in the fridge? Because to, like... Thinking about like taking out a spiralizer to make breakfast in the morning sounds insane. I kill myself. And then also, as we've said before, like I have never made a zoodle. No, me neither. But I never will. Never will have the zoodle spiralizer. I have lied to people and been like, oh yeah, I make it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I've lied about it. And I also have lied and said that I like to mix in zoodles with regular noodles. And just like it like that. Because I wanted, I was lying. I don't know. I wanted people to think I did it. I read a recipe and I was like, oh, yeah, I should just do that. And then I just told people I did it, even though I didn't. Wow. I know. I mean, I'm not lying about it now. I'm yeah, no, now. I mean, you're on the record as <laughs> but, never having made a zoodle. But uh, I, well, <laughs> we got one after we got married and, uh, it's still in the box. I hope yeah. the person who gave it to us doesn't listen to this. I don't remember who gave it to us. I know. Um, and it's a great, thoughtful present. Maybe I will use it. Mm, I probably won't. Was it a nice one? It was like the name brand one. Zoodle. Yeah. It, was like, it wasn't like it was like a generic like Kirkland one. I have an OXO one. Oh, that's a good one. I like that brand. Yeah. 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 Um, neither of us have ever used it. Never. Uh, yeah, those, those recipes were not great. No, they, but whatever. Anyway, what was yours? Oh, mine was, well, we, we, we spoiled it at the beginning. Um, the article about Gretchen Rubin. <gasps> oh, that was my, can I say that was my thing I would try? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Because I want to take the test that yeah, I yeah. did. Okay. Um, so, and this is someone who I've like really just got 180 degrees on because yeah, I used to, I told Aggie about this woman. You introduced me and you were I like, to, you have to take I used her. to listen to her podcast. Her podcast is called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. She's a former lawyer who now is a author of this happiness project book. And basically she has no qualifications, which is not out of the ordinary for someone who's profile in Goop. But she's like an ex-lawyer who then just decided that she is categorizing everyone into four categories mm-hmm. that are upholder, which means you do things uh, just because you make promises and you do them obliger which you do things only if there's like an outside pressure to do them so if you're if someone is relying on you a questioner meaning you do things if you know the reason why you do them but you you don't do things if you don't know why you're doing them and then a rebel who only does things that they want to do yeah and they're basically saying you can accomplish stuff and get stuff done if you know the type of person you are and you know what works for you which i think like on a macro level is there's some of it that is true, but I think it's like such an oversimplification and like most people are not one thing or the other. No. So it's like, I mean, there's, I think you can sort of learn little tips here and there from what she does, but it just seems like a total gimmick. And Because like I wouldn't do anything if I didn't think there was a reason for it. Like even... See, she would say, well, that means you're a questioner. No, but I took the test and I'm an obliger. But when I... The first time I took the test was like a year ago or whatever. When when I was obsessed with her. And I was a rebel. And I still think you're a rebel. And I... The first... He's told me that before and I screamed his face, how dare you? I think it's cool. Now I feel kind of honored. And I think I might be... I think I'm a... 
I'm a little bit of a rebel. I think you're I think you're somewhat of a rebel, like in the way that you you do stuff when you do stuff and you like uh you're not like I think I am more of an obliger and I'm also a little bit of a questioner, but I don't think like one thing's not better than the other. I just think well, that rebel is bad. No, it's rebel not. is kind of bad because rebel doesn't do anything. That's not true. Like <laughs> rebel, you do, you could do more than anything else. But the thing is, I just think it's all bullshit. But the test I took said I was an obliger anyway because it's Maybe like you are. well, I feel like lately I've been an obliger because like I do so much stuff for other people. Yeah. But it's just like I feel like that because like you know I'm a nanny. Yeah. But I'm doing that because I want money. Right. And so, so that means there's a reason that I'm doing it that I know. And if they were like, well, you just come to my house and like watch this kid, I'd be like, no. <laughs> no. So like, does that mean I'm a questioner? And none of it makes sense. Yeah. If you think about it too much, it doesn't make sense. But she's like so successful. She's been on Oprah. Now she's on Goop. Like a lot of people if you fall, like, you like were... think that it's gospel what she says. And she literally, not only does she like not have a doctorate, like she doesn't have a PhD. She doesn't have any scientific she background. She has an opinion and a quiz. Yeah. And she's like good at marketing podcast. herself. Um, Unlike us, we should. Why don't we have what she has? Because she's a fucking upholder, and she just does. She's an upholder, yeah. And she like she does lord it over people. Like she's like, oh, not one thing is not better than the other. But I'm an upholder, which means I'm the best. So, and I'm a rebel, which means I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Whatever. Like she's not gonna listen to this. I, I think she's she's not a bad person. I just I think she's like very good at marketing herself. Um, and I think that's her greatest talent. Good for her. Anyway, so yeah, I took the test. I was bummed out that I wasn't the rebel anymore. I became the obliger, which is like, I went from being strong to weak, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was my thing I would try. Um, all right. What was your craziest? My cra- I had a craziest and a saddest, and it was the same article, and it was the article about finding your tribe. Oh, yeah, that one, I just, it, I glazed over it. It was boring to me. Okay, so, like, at first, I, like, I didn't really understand what the hell it meant. Because they just, like, kind of come out of the gate. They're like, everybody wants to find their tribe, and what's your tribe? And I was like, what? I was yeah. like, because with Goop, that could literally mean anything. That could mean, like, a team of doctors, plastic surgeons. It could mean, like, a bunch of pets, Yeah, past life, re- life regression to see, like, what, like, Indian tribe you're a part of. Like, it, it could, could literally mean anything in the world. And I was like, I don't know. So I'm just reading it, and they're like, everybody. And then they're just talking about like you know when you find your tribe it's not gonna be as great as you expect and blah 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 and then I realized about halfway through that what they're talking about is like basically making friends yeah and then I just became very sad because I was like oh my god like this is how these people have to talk about like lonely and being lonely and I was like oh my god I can't handle it yeah baking breaking through loneliness and finding your tribe and then yeah the myth that there will be a magical quality i feel when i meet my tribe like you don't have a tribe dude you just have like friends and you can either be friends with them or or not yeah you meet people that have mutual interests to you that are on the same wavelength as you in certain things but to yeah to hold and i guess that's what they're saying to hold out for like this magical tribe i do think that that's true that people like we both uh you know we met each other doing stuff at upright citizens brigade and i do think a lot of people that do stuff there they use that as like their magical tribe i'm like not a tribe person like the times in my life i've been a part of like a clique or something like a group of girls it's always exploded in like a just a shit show and it's fraction and it's just like turned into like a nightmare and um it's like 
broken into like two competing teams and then everyone's enemies and then it's just always gotten weird. God, female friendships are so fucking fascinating to me. They're not really that interesting. They just have a lot of ups and downs. No. But then like I've had like my friends who are like my real friends. I've I have just like been close friends of mine for like my entire life. Yeah, friendship should be easy, right? Like you shouldn't get into fights with your friends. No, no. But then those are things, but like those are like real friendships that are um, like not a part affiliated with like a group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just like one, like I'm a very like one-on-one person. Like I don't like being in a group. I don't even like hanging out with like two people at once really. It's too stressful. I like one-on-one. I don't like going like to parties. Podcast. I know. I don't like yeah. parties. That's why I we don't, don't even really have guests on this podcast because it's too many people. Too many people. They can't. No one could come here. No. I mean, the closest thing to a guest is my dog. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That one. It, it was weird that they were talking around. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like the language that most people use is like, I guess I've, I've definitely heard the expression finding my tribe, but yeah, it seemed like they were talking around stuff just about loneliness and friendship. It made me really sad. And then I didn't realize what it was about until it got to the bottom and it was like, say yes to invitations. Like that was how you're supposed to like find your tribe. And Which it's like, ugh, I do have to remind myself. Cause if it was up to me, I would say no to every fucking invitation. Oh my God. Me too. I would say no to everything. And I would just stay inside yeah. and like get drunk by myself. <laughs> I know me too. It sounds um, great. I know. But then there was something that was like, go into a, a community that already exists and act like there's a home for you there and just like assume that there is. And I was like, do it. You can do it. That's true. That is like I liked it. To, to, to go in somewhere and, and seem like you already belong. I mean, there's an obnoxious way to do that, but I do agree. I Yeah, I agree with most of what they said. It's just, yeah, it's a, a little weird. Yeah, but then the bad thing was like, you're supposed to sit down and like write down like all your character, like physical characteristics and then find the exact opposite of it and befriend that person. And I'm like, I don't know if that's really. <laughs> that would be insane. I mean, that's kind of a weird... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, before we get to my craziest, I forgot to mention, I have a quick public service announcement please, about please. the um, the Megan Tries It this week, which did not make, I don't think, either of our lists, but it was about uh, using essential oils on stuff, specifically eucalyptus essential oils. And she, you know, she was like, oh, I do it in a bath. I do it in coconut oil. I tie eucalyptus leaves on my shower head, whatever. Good for Megan. Yeah, always. Uh, but she never mentioned that eucalyptus is highly toxic to cats. So if you're a cat oh. owner, do not get eucalyptus because I was going to say I learned it the hard way, but I didn't learn it the hard way because my cats are fine. Huh. But I did have eucalyptus and then I stopped using it because I read that it was that it was like highly toxic to well, cats. Well, it's a hard way. It was a hard way. It was not the hardest way. It wasn't way. the hard way. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, just be careful. Good to know. Thank you. Uh, oh my God. I wonder if it's toxic to dogs. I don't. I think dogs are like way less sensitive. Like dogs can eat pretty much any. Well, not no, chocolate. No, they can't. That's it's true. like there's all this stuff that like dogs will like immediately die and cats won't. Oh, and really? dogs can't eat grapes. They'll, that'll really? kill them. My dog used to love to eat grapes. I know. Then you hear people. I remember like in the 90s, I feel like people fed their dogs frozen grapes all the time. Yeah, that was like my dog's like, favorite treat. There was probably one dog that choked, choked on a grape. Was there like a peanut not, allergy? It's an allergy. Oh, I don't know. It was probably because they weren't exposed to grapes as puppies and then they got allergic just like peanuts. Baby, are you allergic to grapes? Um, I don't know. So my craziest was almost going to be my best until wow. I clicked on a link. Um, so it was called How to Quit Worrying for Good and the Power of the Placebo Effect. Oh, yeah. I'm interested in hearing about this. So this is Dr. Martin Rossman, who's a board certified physician, author, and founder of a company called The Healing Mind. What is that? Well, so... <laughs> I thought, so most of this article was about how, um, you know, you shouldn't dismiss the placebo effect because even if it is like a mind body thing, it actually does like 
help people. Um, and they say, you know, he says a better name for the placebo effect would be the mind body healing effect. And luckily we've already learned a fair amount about how to teach people to take advantage of it. And then it goes into what? basically stress and, um, bad habits that come from trying to get rid of stress, which I totally relate to. Cause I have a fair amount of anxiety, just internal anxiety, not due to like any specific thing going on in my life, mm. but like it says, um, 60 to 90% of all visits to the doctor, comes something from someone trying to get rid of stress, whether it is overeating, eating junk food, drinking too much alcohol, smoking, using uppers or downers, and even exercise addiction. And I was like checking that list off. I was like, yes, 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 I do that. I did that. I did that. I used to do that. I do that sometimes still. And then it came to exercise addiction. I was like, well, not that one. I was like, oh, this is really hitting me close to home. So then he talks about um, uh, like visualization, which I guess is similar to meditation. Uh, but he's like, like breathe deeply and then like pretend you're in, you know, the most relaxing place possible and then use all your senses. So like visualize, think of the smells, the sounds, blah, 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 which is pretty standard stuff. But I was feeling like pretty anxious this morning and then I was in the shower and then when I was in the shower, I closed my eyes and I pretended I was in Hawaii under a waterfall and I did the whole thing with the sounds and the smell of like Jasmine and I did it for a couple minutes and I swear to God, I'm like, as chill as I've been. Because you close your eyes and imagine yeah. that you were in, a ho- in Hawaii. So then it was going to be my best. I was like, this guy's a genius. But then I clicked on the link. Aww. And apparently... Never clicked the link. No. Most of his money um, comes from a, a CD, like a five CD set that is called Fighting Cancer from Within. Aww. And it's about... If you have cancer, all you need is like visualization. Oh, we don't like that. And I was like, oh, fuck. This guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. And so then it turned into my craziest. But I'll still take the visualization stuff. But if you have cancer, go see a doctor. Please go to the doctor. Well, how do you even know you have cancer if a doctor doesn't tell you? You got a big tumor poking out of your body? Still don't know for sure yeah, what it true. is. I don't know. Um, and they, oh God, and all like the visualization things, it's like audiobooks that are, you know, 10 or $11. The cancer one, he sells for $60. Oh my God. Really? The cancer one should be like free. I know. It's so fucked up. Wow. He's an asshole. Yeah. So. But that waterfall thing sounds it nice. Was great, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I really went on a journey with that article. That's terrible. I, I hate that stuff. Oh my, how do these people sleep at night? I, I guess they know. just imagine they're in a Hawaii and a I mean, waterfall and they, they're like, I'm fine. And like, to be fair, I haven't listened to this cancer thing. I may, he might be like, oh, this is just a supplementary thing as well as like chemo and regular doctor's checkups and maybe stuff. Maybe it's just to like help you chill to out. Help you chill out. So, may, so maybe it is. And I don't, I don't know. But it seemed like just the fighting cancer from within. I, I think, you know, both of us have had people in our lives that have had cancer. And uh, I think both like we're sensitive to because uh, you. There's so much bullshit There's out so much there. Bullshit, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, just yeah. Be, beware. Um, uh, so you did the thing that you would try. The Gretchen thing. The Gretchen. Yeah. And you, yeah, we both came out as obligers. obligers even though I don't think either of us are like pure obligers. We're not. No, but let's be honest. Would we be doing this podcast without each other? No. That's, yeah, that's true. But like, I'm proud of us for doing this podcast, even though we have... <laughs> nothing to show for it no no like there's no financial incentive no. we're just literally doing it because we're doing it. so that we're just fascinated yeah maybe we're mutual upholders i guess that's the same as obligers well 
Yeah, I guess. But then again, like I, you did come over this morning and I hadn't read the newsletter. I was still asleep. I was like, sorry, my, I have like a sink full of dishes. And I was like, we need to walk my dog now. And you were like, yeah, OK. And you were very yeah, nice about it. Yeah, because I had nothing to do for the afternoon. So I'm chill. Well, and I did my water, my waterfall visualization, which I'm going to do every morning in the shower. Now. So you're just in a good mood. Yeah. And I don't have cancer as far as I know. Yeah. And you don't. Maybe it was because of your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the thing I would try, oh, it came from that recipe article that I agree was like sort of underwhelming, but, um, I don't know where I've been, but I, like the lady that did the oatmeal recipe, she talked about using coconut butter and I was like, coconut butter. I've heard of coconut oil. What's coconut butter? And then I clicked on the link and it's basically coconut oil that costs $25 that has like added vitamins in it. Yeah. And I was like, sold. Oh, really? So I was like, I would totally try because you're supposed to put in your smoothies and stuff. It's the same thing as coconut oil. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but it it's supports like gut word. health. I really thought it was just another word for coconut oil. Yeah. I, I, I'd never heard that phrase before, coconut butter. But yeah, because coconut oil already is like solid. So I don't really yeah. get what the difference is. Um, I think this one, oh, that's what it is. This one, it comes not just with the fat, but it also comes with like the coconut meat. Mm. So it has also the fiber and all the nutrients. It's probably, gar- it's probably like bullshit, but hey. Why that not? sounds good. It though. sounds good. Yeah. Like it sounds like it would taste more coconut. You can do it in like coffee for bulletproof coffee or smoothies or even alone with a spoon. That's what it says. Ew. That's like I've seen. I mean, I see people fucking eat a thing of peanut butter with a spoon. I would eat a thing of peanut butter. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's not. Peanut butter is ground up peanuts. Coconut oil is ground just up pure, coconuts. But it's like pure oily fat. That's pretty much what peanut butter is, too. But peanut butter is... Gra- peanuts aren't just fat. But that's what this is. This is the ground-up meat of the coconut. It's not just the fat from the coconut. It's like ground-up... It's coconut butter. Like peanut butter. Oh. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Um, What would you buy? Oh, obviously. So, again, Goop communicated with me this week. Because last week, I went on a tear about how much I wanted to get this, like, RMS Beauty cover-up. Oh, yeah. And then it was in the... And it was in that's Jean. That's so cool. And I was like, "There, this is for me. It's just for me. But that was exactly the thing I was looking at, the RMS Beauty mm. uncover-up. They know. They listen. I know. They listen. I'm telling you, they listen. They give and us a little Easter egg almost every week now. They really nice. do. They really do. Maybe we're just looking for it, but I think it's there. It's the placebo effect. Nah, the mind-body healing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's yours? Uh, mine was those $60 mitochondria oh, vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... If only I had a regular job and a paycheck, boy, would I buy it. But I don't, so I won't. Don't do it. It's not good um, for you. It's bad yeah, for yeah. your heart. I take enough fucking pills every day. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Anything else? Um, um, no, nothing else to report. Um, please don't listen. Please, Goop, please, can we be with you? Like, can this be your podcast? I, I don't want to be working for Goop because then you have but as long as we have the freedom to say whatever we want. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I just want, if there's any new listeners out there that searched for the Goop podcast and they got Goop yourself, hey, welcome. welcome. And hopefully you'll have room enough in your hearts for both of us. Because we really love Goop and we love you. Oh, yep. sorry. My phone's ringing. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and that's why we're not professional Goop podcasters. Yeah. Uh that's the kind of authenticity you're yeah, exactly. not going to get from the Goop podcast. Yeah, you're going to get some watered down produced bullshit. Yeah, not um, here. But there's, yeah, there's room enough for both of us on the old iTunes charts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Um, I think we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, have a Thank- lovely weekend, Thanks everyone. for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.